Hello, we are open once again and today we discuss the brave men and women bringing us coverage from the Gaza-Israel conflict. We also talk about what camera manufacturers can do better for their customers and what computer should we get? Should it be a Mac, PC, desktop, laptop? We talk all of this with our good friend Peter Morgan. Hey Mark, how you doing? I'm all right, Cam. How you doing? You right? Yeah, yeah, very good. I um, am not busy with shoots at the moment. Uh, I've okay. got a lot of office stuff going on. Uh, I think I mentioned uh, all the office stuff I've got going on. A lot of it's to do with it in preparation for a very busy period that we've got coming up, as you know, yeah. uh, that yeah. we'll both be involved in. Um, yeah. And I think I mentioned recently that we're going paperless as a business. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we're also doing an office refurb. So oh. I want to try and get that done by the end of the year. We're getting oh. uh, decorator in and uh, some new furniture, something very simple, minimalistic. So trying to keep costs down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, as, as we all have to do yeah yeah I, all, all with a view to uh sort of game paperless yeah no that's fair enough i've i've got a bit of editing to do it stacked up quite quickly um but yeah so that's what i'm doing a lot but yeah shooting all the time so yeah busy 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 uh, doesn't seem to let up uh, um but yeah it's good that's, it's good to be busy that's what i want to hear busy then. busy photographers should we grab a drink yeah let's grab a drink okay that's oh actually hang on mark i forgot the socials oh, i need to the do socials. the socials yeah oh, blimey okay. yeah we need to do that <laughs> okay right guys uh if you enjoy listening to the show please continue to support us please leave five star reviews on all the usual podcast outlets please support us follow us on youtube on patreon um that would be really good and remember patreon the show comes out a week early so you can listen to us a week early uh you'll be able to do that and just please review us Please, please keep liking us. And uh, with that, Mark, now let's grab a drink. Let's grab that drink. Right, Mark. Okay, so that was an early drink, wasn't it? In the it show. was. We don't normally well, do it that early. Well, we, do, we normally have them prepared, don't we, before? Yeah, we, we, do. And, uh, we do, yeah. yeah. We're, a bit, we're a, bit, a bit lax on that. So let, but let's, um, let, yeah, I mean, a bit, bit, a few sort of very casual sort of flippant remarks, there, but let's, um, let's go straight into what we want to talk about. First of all, a um, bit of a consent. Just one. So um, obviously we've all seen um, the pictures and um, you know heard the news of what's going on um, in the in the Middle East at the moment, um, particularly in the Gaza Strip and Israel. Um, basically, we don't want to talk about the politics of it. That's that's not what we're we're about here. Um, obviously, it's a very sort of emotional subject uh, for for many many people. But I think the thing that really kind of you know, opened our eyes again we i think we spoke about this with with the ukraine conflict as well which is still going on of course um is the photojournalists the news reporters or the other journalists videographers photographers that are going out there or who are already out there you know a lot of these journalists are israeli or palestinian i guess um you know they're, they're out there and they're putting their lives on the line so we get the information that that we want and and just to you know i was just just a quick Google search, you know, we'll find, you know, one of the top, top stories, you know, BBC journalists covering an attack on Israel were assaulted and held at gunpoint after they were stopped by police in the Israel city of Tel Aviv. You know, it's, it, it's, 
you know, what we do is important as wedding photographers, wedding photographers, family photographers. It is important, obviously, because it's capturing memories and all those things. But but I don't know. This is something else. This is putting your life on the line for your for your job. And um, it's 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 a different thing, isn't it? It is. And, you know, where where we are and the distance that we're away from it, we are removed from it. Oh, absolutely. And so it's very difficult to understand what's what's really going on out there. I mean, the news coverage is so intense and I find that but I'm watching a lot of it. So just for example, you know, when I'm when I'm sitting in front of the TV from at home in the evenings or the weekend, I'm finding in between something I'm watching, I'm going to the news stories, I'm flicking, I'm mm-hmm. going from BBC to Sky to Al Jazeera to uh, CNN to to, yeah. to other worldwide networks and just seeing what's being actually reported. And um, and I was in Jordan uh, for a couple of weeks earlier this year um, on a holiday, and uh, and we drove. We spent a whole day traveling and to our left on the other side of really what was a big lake, I guess, was Israel. Mm. And uh, we drove for hours. It's uh, what, four, probably four hours and having Israel on the left. And I remember sitting on um, in the vehicle that we were on and just basically keeping my eyes open and just watching what was just watching the landscape because I just loved doing that. You know, the mm. other, mm. you know, the, the uh, you know, the, the people that I went with sort of dropped off and uh, I was sort of keeping my eyes open thinking, you know, I may never come back here again and thinking, wow, that's Israel yeah. there. It's unbelievable. Mm. And now having been there and thinking about, having been to that part of the world and thinking about it, it's even more sort of shocking because, you know, Jordan remains a neutral country within all of this, but it's so close to them. And um, I can imagine what sort of uh, the feeling of people and, and, and the, and, and the worry that's going on out there. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's really easy. So, so the, so what we do is we rely on the news stories to give us some idea of what's going on. And, and we mm. don't have any idea of really what it's like no. there. So the credit that we have to give these these journalists that we you know we very very easily take for granted, mm. um, and the equipment you know it's bad enough you know when we're we're shooting Mark all day and you know what it and we have to go back to the car and go and get another tripod or another light yeah. stand. And, and we're also think, talking about things like backing up and yeah that's you know, right oh what if it's, we lose this wedding and and all yeah, this kind of stuff yeah, yeah. and you think uh, do I really you know it's like okay I've got to walk the other side of that field we you know we've been doing a shoot yeah. and I've got to walk across because I've got to go and get a couple of light stands and yeah. like, I really don't want to do it do you know what I've been here right for nine hours right yeah. or you know it it's been chucking it down with rain all day you know we're we you know we've got our all our because we're on a construction site and we've got all this gear on and everything. Do you know what? I mm. cannot be bothered to walk back to the car. I'll hold the bloody light instead of going yeah, back yeah, to yeah. go and get the lights saying, right? It puts yeah. those things into perspective, doesn't it? Because you imagine it certainly does. Right. Carrying their gear wherever they go. And the gear they're going to be carrying is pretty hefty gear. Tripod yeah. stands and everything and, and all of that. And I know a lot of gear is now mobile and they can record stuff on mm. phones and content and all of that. But even still but also there's the other bits of equipment that we don't have to think about, you know, helmets, body armor of some description, you know, bulletproof vests, all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you are putting your life on your line, as, as I just mentioned, you know, those journalists and working for the BBC, they were held at gunpoint during this. Mm. I think that's happened a lot. I think many people, obviously loads of people have lost their lives, which is also horrible, but obviously we're, we're, we're talking about photojournalism here, really, um, you know, They've gone out there to to obviously record, let people know what's going on, and they've lost their lives because of it. And not only that, the horrors that these people must witness. I mean, hmm. how 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 you can 
And I know we always say, how do you sleep at night when someone's being bad or something? But this is a different thing. And how can you imagine going to sleep, trying to get to sleep after seeing all of that? And then you're hearing maybe what's going on outside. Um, no, they talk about um, uh, soldiers um, from suffering from PTSD. Is that right? PTSD? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, post-traumatic yeah. um, stress syndrome, or I'm not yeah. sure. I can't remember exactly, you know. and But what about these guys as journalists? They must also have that as well because yeah you know because at the end of the day they're there reporting but they can't really help anyone other, well in a way they are because they're getting the message out there yeah. aren't they i suppose they're trying to do their bit but you know it's got to be you know soul destroying because they do their bit because but they know that at some point they'll be leaving and going back hopefully yeah. you know they stay safe mm-hmm. that they're going to be going back to their own safe home yeah. and having in, somewhere to so they know that yeah. if they're going to be there for for a couple of days or they could be there for three months or they could be i don't know how it works mm. um you know that they know that they're, they're safe at the end of the day as they're as safe as they can be they know that they're moving forward don't they you know mm. on but for and and to leave those people in that situation you go back that's got to be hard for people to deal with mentally as well that's got to have an effect well, like it's like, like I said, with the with the Ukraine conflict, which is obviously still going on, and we've, as usual, the West has probably maybe forgotten about this, and we're talking about Israel at the moment. Mm. But but you know, there's still journalists out there doing doing their doing their mm. thing, and and I, I remember watching it when it was all starting, and and you had BBC journalists standing on this rooftop in Kiev yeah. somewhere, yeah, and and you could hear the explosions in the background, and and the sirens and all this you're thinking my word you know they're 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 choosing to go into these situations to 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 give this message to people about you know unearthing the truth i mean yes they're probably arguments about propaganda and all that kind of stuff but i'm leaving that to a side um you know these people are trying to get the, the message out telling us what's going on um putting literally putting their lives in line seeing these horrors um it's just, as I said right at the beginning of this 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 segment, it's it's, it's on another level. You know, we we do sacrifice a lot what we do. I mean, we sacrifice our mm. weekends, we sacrifice mm. quite a bit of our social life to do mm. what we want to do. But this is taking it just to another level. Oh I God, mean, it's it, beyond it, that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And before before anyone sort of thinks uh, um, that when the journalists report, when the journalists do their reports. Um, well, I don't want anyone to think, oh, yes, but what they're reporting is never accurate. That's not about this. It's We're, we're not yeah. talking about journalists and news stations who have an agenda, okay, and they're saying, a spe- you know, that the story and what they're reporting is always one-sided. It's all misguided. Mm. We're not talking about that. No. We're just talking about these people being there in that situation, reporting in whatever direction that they that whatever type of message that they mm. want to send out, that's we're not talking about that. We're talking specifically about them putting their lives on the line and being in that situation and reporting, you yeah. know, and and seeing the the the, the horrors of, of what they did have to deal with and to record those horrors yeah. as well. Because do you know what? It's got to be very difficult because there you are seeing something get bombed and you're filming that. Yeah. Okay that's got to be hard to even accept the fact that you're doing that. And it's people that are looking on who are being bombed thinking they're just watching us get bombed. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, 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 you know, and, and that's got to be difficult to deal with because that's mm. their job. And the thing is, is the world needs all of that. Otherwise we yeah. would never know. We would and never know. But they have to be pretty hardline to say, actually, hang on a minute. Where do I film and where do I get involved? Well, that was always a, a thing. I mean, <laughs> that was that, that, uh, that famous picture of um, 
the boy with the hand grenade. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, was it a boy? And it might have been a little girl, actually. Uh, I can't. I, yeah. In, um, in Vietnam, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. yeah. And, I think, and I think that person was saved by the photographer in the end. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I can't, again, I can't remember. It was a long time ago and I saw it. I think it might have been Don McCullen or someone like that. Yes. Yeah. There is a time just to put the, he goes, to put the bloody camera down <laughs> yeah. and, and, and do something. And it's knowing when to make that call. Um, it's no one to make that call, right? Because here's the thing: Do you then say, "I've got to get this shot"? Yeah, I've got, I've got to that's get. That's what you're shot, there to do, that's right? And then do you do. go? And then, and then do you go into that mindset of, "I've got to, I've got to just get the shot, regardless of what's going on." I don't know. I, I, you know what? I'm, it'd be really good to get somebody on, yeah. and, we'll tr- and, we'll, and, and we'll try and do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll try and get a guest on um, that can about take, emotion- tell us about this. Yeah, absolutely, because the emotional toll as well. So we spoke about the horrors these people must see, but also. Uh, you know, a lot of people, if you're spending some time following a, a, a an army unit or a family who are in these, you know, how many how many of these like mini documentaries you see, which are on Newsnight or or what on ITV News or, or something like that, and and you see, you know, that they're they're going, they're talking about say a family and what they're going through, and then at the end of it, they they have to then say, yeah, and unfortunately such and such lost their life. Mm. So you know they. That might that journalist is probably one of the last people that that person spoke to before they mm. died, and yeah, and to have that, that the it's such a responsibility for mm. a photojournalist or, yeah. or a journalist. I mean, yeah. you know, people who are out it's such it's such a responsibility yeah. to be that last person, and and then to think about that afterwards mm. you know I'd, I'd love to know the whole process of you know when they're when when they're there in the middle of everything that's going on and they're shooting and transferring images back and and that whole thing about how does that work and what's the pressure that they're under from from their broadcasters as well because they want to be the first ones re- that report as well yeah they want to get their images out first they want to get their images yeah. out before anyone else and you know and 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 all of that would be really interesting to find out is is what's what you know what what pressure are they actually under to also deliver as well yeah you know um, because you know, will a broadcast say to them, "Well, look, you're there to do a job, so can you just get on with it and send your pictures and and your images yeah. and your footage a little bit quicker, please? It's far too slow. You need to go and find out. You need to go and find something. You need to be there. You need to get involved. That all sounds really harsh, but yeah, does but that's that, yeah, does that, that you know that goes on, doesn't it? it? Must do. Well, that's the thing. Like you know, we said uh, when we when we done a wedding, and you know, a guest has gone to, oh, you're having a good time, and it kind of, <laughs> well. Actually, um, yeah, it's it's a fantastic wedding, and you've done it really well. But I'm I'm working, you know. That this yeah. I'm 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 having a better time than it would be if I was working in an office somewhere, uh, because this is what I've chosen to do. But um, having a good time, I, I'm busy trying to get the shots, and I'm I'm stressing to making sure I got the shots. And yeah, that that's yeah. that's, and I guess there's an element. I mean, to again a completely different level, but I guess there's an element of that. When it comes to this sort of stuff, you know, you mm. do have to. I'm here to do this. This is what I got, and you kind of somehow got to emotionally remove yourself from it. Mm. Um, but again, because it's such a different level, how do people do it? It's it's yeah, it's incredible, yeah. and yeah, the danger they put themselves in. So yeah, I doff yeah. my caps to all the men and women who are yeah. Uh, who, yeah. So who stay are safe, there. guys, and yeah, uh, definitely you know, stay safe. Yeah. Great stuff. Mark, should we uh, grab a, uh, a, a quick drink? Yes, I yeah. think I need one after that. Yeah. Right, Mark. Okay. So, right. cameras, you're cameras. a cannon. Yeah, you're a cannon man. 
I, I am a Canon man, and so um, are you. I just well, love, well, I love well hang on, that. Canon, I'm Canon, Nikon, and Sony as well. I'm all, well, I'm all three. Sony okay, for so video. If, if you if you shoot a wedding tomorrow. What are you going to use? Okay, a Canon. In fact, yeah, whatever okay. I'm going to shoot, I'm going to use my Canon. That's yeah. my priority. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Nikon's there as backup, and yeah. uh, and then Sony is the the go to for video. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and uh, I don't have a Leica, uh, as you know. I have, a, <laughs> I have an affinity for yeah. for Leica. You want they're, one? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. They're uh, they're Kevlar made. Uh, <laughs> Uh, right, the James Bond yeah. one, the, the Lenny Kravitz model. You the know, Lenny Kravitz model. Yeah, they've, they've, <laughs> they've got them all, haven't they? If, if this podcast ever becomes like world famous, then they yeah. need to do the Kamasi model, don't they? They do. They, they do. That's right. Yeah, they do. Definitely. Yeah. Now, okay, Mark. So um, camera manufacturers, we know that these days that when we go and buy a camera, whatever make it is, there are, um, you know, they're, they're almost mini computers now, aren't they? They are. Cameras, yes. okay? Absolutely. So like with any computer, they have firmware updates. And when yeah. you are a, a Windows user, um, it's very frustrating because your Windows, your 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 laptops and your PCs get slowed down because of all these updates that are going on. Yes, yeah. we know, Mark, before you say anything, you don't have that problem if you're a Mac user, you know, and all of that. Okay, but, but firmware you do over, updates. Uh, you okay. do over a... a, a, a... Uh, not noticeable a, long, a period of time of yeah. course you do you know yeah but that's the cool thing about Macs because they last about 10 years rather yeah. than laptops that <laughs> right okay anyway now th- uh that's a conversation with peter now yeah. so and like most things now we're getting used to this aren't we it requires a software update turn it off reboot it requires that okay now cameras do they require firmware updates and they do i can guarantee you that most people that are listening to this podcast now have never actually done a firmware update. Yeah. So if you are yeah. listening now, have you done a firmware update on your camera? And I can almost guarantee that most of you are going to shake and thinking, nope, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't done it. I don't I'm know not going to lie. It's been a while since I've done one. <laughs> I need to do it. Right, okay, uh, right. It's not like I haven't done it. It's just, uh, yeah. you know, you, you have priorities, don't you? Yeah. You know. So I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to do. I don't know when to do it and should I do it? And is it reliable? Am I going to mess my camera up? All of those things. Mm. But Mm. camera manufacturers do do firmware updates and uh, where they will fix little bugs or make all these little bugs and fixes and everything that goes on. Now, I, 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 what it was is uh, I came across something recently where a photographer was talking about different cameras and he was saying what was wrong with the, or not what was wrong with the brand, but other other things that they could be doing that could or that they could be doing better. Yeah. And one of those things that 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 really struck me was really, or what caught my eye was he was talking that Sony are a little bit slow on their updates. Now that's not okay. first-hand knowledge. I'm going by something that I've seen online and something that you've that read, read. Yeah, an article. Yeah, okay, and I had a look, and then something did strike me because when I listened to um. Uh, this uh, this article online, it said that the Sony A7S3, Sony A7 III hasn't had any updates for a, quite a while. Now I might be wrong there because we do do update up. I have somebody else that that does them here in the office. The the firmware updates, and I don't think he's actually done any for a while because he's not mentioned it. And at least if he has done update firmware, because I do do ask every now and again, there's been nothing that's been particularly useful or groundbreaking that's that's mm. made us think, oh, this firmware update. Because these, a lot of these firmware updates, they can help with things like focusing, speeding up your camera. There yeah. might be something new, uh, you know, let's say model 
let's say you've got model three of the camera model five has just come out mm. there might be certain things in model five that are software related that, that you can that don't exist on your camera but you can have them on your camera if you do the firmware update yeah okay so your camera should work it should work better but apparently sony are very very slow in doing this they've not been doing it and they're not as hot as canon or nikon and apparently nikon are really hot on it the oh, z- okay the z9 apparently has had three recent firmware updates. So I know all the Nikon S9, Z9 users out there are probably thinking, have they? Have they had three? <laughs> and apparently, I don't know what they are, but they've all apparently been very, very useful updates, firmware updates. Okay. So, I mean, I'm going to be a little cynical, just mm-hmm. for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if, if in some respects, you kind of think, well, these firmware updates should have been already mm. on the camera. I mean, the Z9 hasn't been out that long. Um, has it? I don't think. No, but remember, been up. Hmm. Uh, and I don't know if you have lots of. Oh, we should have done that. Okay, update. I don't know. Am I hmm. being a bit cynical there? I don't know. Yeah, because when you you bought a new MacBook, didn't you recently? I did. When you bought that MacBook, did you? When you turned it on, did it go into a software update? It did. Okay, there yeah. you go. Right, yeah. because out of the box, you know, they're, they're always making changes, always making changes, yeah. always new things yeah. that are going. No, that's on. fair enough. That's okay, fair enough. phones so, are the same, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. You buy a phone and you've got to wait for that software update, and every now and again, it has yeah. a software update. Okay, so yeah. it's exactly the same with cameras. So, yeah. really, the reason why I wanted to wanted to bring this up was. All of the camera brand manufacturers, are there things that they're doing that, that they could be doing better or other things that we're not happy with? You know, um, what else is, you know, from, from our experience and from this article that I'd, I'd seen online. So that was the thing about Sony. Mm. But he also, what he then talks about is Nikon. And, and, and I actually agree with this. And I didn't think I was that aware of it, but I am actually. And maybe it's because of where I am in the profession, but whenever I see Nikon doing any ads or anything, their ads that go out are primarily geared towards the high-end models, the pro-end models. Mm. Z6, Z7, Z9, it's all Z9 at the moment. That's what I keep on seeing. And they do these other cameras, the APS-C models, all of those models that they do the point-and-shoot cameras, they Mm. do all of those. But the thing is, is they don't seem to, I don't see those being pushed so much as the mar as as how much they're pushing their high-end models for. And I get that. I understand that. They want to push their, they've got their market and everything. Mm. But there are a lot of people that can't afford those. They've got no need yeah. to go and buy a Z9, a Z6, mm. a Z7. They want to go and buy the is it the not the Z5, whatever it is. Okay. Right. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> you know, they don't want to spend anywhere near as much. They want to spend yeah. they might want to spend a thousand pounds on a camera, eight hundred pounds on a camera and that type of thing. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. And so that's one of the things that I that that I see. And I think camera manufacturers, whether it's Canon, Nikon, Sony, whatever, I think this should be a push because whenever anyone asks me, Oh, what camera should I buy? You know, that the, mm. the, the, the answer to that question is how much do you want to spend? You know, but if a hobbyist or an amateur will ask, they don't want to spend more than a thousand pounds. Very rarely, you know, the most common thing, oh, I don't know, three, four, five, six hundred pounds. I've mm. got no idea. Re- I've got very little idea of what exists at that at that at that range. Yeah. At that range. But the thing is, mm. is I think I should be more aware, but I see that all the camera man the camera manufacturers just don't seem to push their their advertising to the to the mass market i think you know mm-hmm. i think you're left mm-hmm. more or less to your own devices 
to to find out. So when we get to Canon, I remember there's one thing. So 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 Nikon. So that's one of the things I would notice about Nikon. We've always said that when it comes to Nikon and Canon, I think quality wise, you know, great. If you're a Nikon user, brilliant. If you're a Sony user and you invest, a Canon user, if you invested in one of those brands, there's no need to change if you're happy with what you've actually got. I think Canon, we've always said it, I think lead the way. They do in sales. And I yeah. think they do lead, I think they do lead the way. I think Nikon got left behind for many, many years. I think their Z range has, has really up they've really up their game mm. with the Z range. Mm. And uh, so so fair play to them. But one thing I think that Canon, and we spoke about this, didn't we, on a few episodes ago, and people can look back at the show, but Canon aren't doing third party lenses for their well, the, the RF mirrorless range for the yeah. RF for, for the RF okay. yeah yeah at the now, moment I mean Canon are, just yeah. to, just to clarify uh, what we were discussing I mean Canon were saying at the time that yes they're they're in talks with you know all these sorts of people about offering the licenses and stuff like that but I think they've been incredibly selective um, as to who it is and at the moment uh, yeah it, it, you have to have the mounts I mean you can buy an EF say Tokina lens, but you have to have the mount to then fit it on the uh the, the R6 or whatever. Yeah. So and I think I, I think that's as you said it, it will probably change. But do yeah, not will. think that's yeah. a big that's a big that's a bold move from them to even say that, you know, do you think? Yeah, I think it is. I mean what I mean well, one of the reasons why I mean actually my first digital SLR was a Nikon and one of the reasons why I like that was because um my I had an F4 before the old film camera and the lenses would work on the D100 mm. as they would with the the F4. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason why I went to, to that. But I was, as, as everyone knows, I, I changed to Canon and I, I think Canon had different mounts, a lot, a, a lot more different mounts than, than at, at the time. I think they had, yeah, they had, they had a few, I think their manual ones were different. You know, their, their older um, AE lenses were different to their mm. EOS ranges. You couldn't, mount and i think they changed again for, mm. oh, i can't remember i can't remember exactly but there was definitely a mount change between the newer cameras i can't remember if that was film and digital or digital but there was definitely a, a, a mount change um but with um yeah with, with the rf lenses um i kind of get it because that i think they're probably the best lenses especially with focus and and, and the way they are at the moment i mm. i i i've not felt another lens focus like your a twenty four seventy. Yeah, it's it's so smooth, it's so silent, it's so quick. You you don't really think it's doing anything. It's that quick, mm. um, which is which is incredible. Um, yeah. and I can understand why they're kind of keeping that under wraps a little bit, I guess. Mm. Uh, and the way they do that is with the mount. It will change. It will change. Give it a few years, and of course they will. But I think they're just keeping it to themselves at the moment. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, and I think uh, and and moving on sort of from that as well. I think. You know, when we talk about what do camera bands brands need to do, what can they improve, that type of thing. One thing that I don't notice so much because I've got lots of spares, but batteries, you know, mirrorless, you know, um, you know, do drain batteries far yeah. quicker than than DSLR. But th that's yeah. obviously there for a reason. But it is also depends on how you use that camera as well. You know, um, it is. You know, yeah. It, 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 you know, there is a temptation to look back at a, a, a lot of your images and that type of thing. All, all the time and 
Well, you're using a digital viewfinder, which is automatically going to uh, take more battery power than than a DSLR uh, with the mirrorless. Although Canon do claim that the 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 R6 Mark II is a lot better with battery battery life than than my version, which is just the the Mark One. Mm. Um, I haven't seen it. I haven't tested that, so I don't know how 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 much yeah. difference. But but yeah, I I know to probably go through two batteries to a DSLR one yeah. battery. Yeah, uh, if I'm shooting on the same. Day. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like anything else; it's going to change. You know, phone. You know, if you look at phones and phone batteries, how they last that much longer. You buy a new laptop, yeah. and and one of the big things about it is, you know, the battery life is so much better than it was. You know, than it has ever been before. It's a, it's the you know it's the phone with the best battery life now. Yeah. You know, so I think I, th- I think that's another thing. And overheating with cameras has 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 been an issue, and I think it will continue to be an issue. Um, yeah. You know, because obviously mirrorless cameras are the the body so much smaller. They don't, you know, they they haven't got a lot of them. Don't have the room to have a built in fan, and if they do, mm-hmm. that the 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 the, image, the body gets bigger. I mean, you know, I know it's been out for a while, but we only discovered it recently, didn't we? At uh, the Wales Photography Show, the oh yeah, the, the Cine R five, the Cine R five, which is which has got a slightly bulkier body but it's got a it's got a fan built in which is yeah. absolutely brilliant but that's their way of of cameras overheating i i, I remember when i was shooting a wedding and it, was, it was probably going back it was before covid i think and we were shooting video and um this was here here in the uk and the cameras were overheating i remember it was the hottest day of the year as well officially yeah. that year when we shot it and i remember where we were as well so i think you know, overheating has been a problem, but again, it's how you use it. So if you know how to use your cameras on the right settings, your camera won't necessarily overheat as well. So I mm. think there's a, there's definitely a learning curve with all of that as well. Mm. Mm. Um, so I think that's something that all camera brand manufacturers are going to improve as 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 technology yeah. advances with all of that as well. And then you know, we come on to Leica. What can Leica? Um, what can they improve? Um, the price. At the price, yeah. Bottom <laughs> line is, yeah. I'm not. I, I, I say that obviously it's, it's it's more of a joke because of how we discuss Leica. Yeah, yeah. their stuff is amazing. Yes. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you though, the, the the price you could probably label that on all the camera manufacturers. You know, um, my EF twenty four seventy back in the day when I bought it was I think twelve hundred. Yeah. Uh, maybe fifteen hundred. I can't remember. It was the L lens two point eight twenty four seventy. Uh, the RF version, which you bought, is probably a grand dearer, isn't it? Nearly grand and a yeah. half dearer. Yeah. Um, so prices have gone up quite a bit, I think, since I bought my my first DSLR. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which was Canon. Um, but yeah, I mean, so price. I mean, things are going to go up in price. Of course, they are. I get that. The technology is more. But yeah, that that would be that'd be that would be nice if things were just a little bit cheaper. Yeah. And the thing is, is I think it's only worth buying a, a Leica. I think if you're really familiar with cameras, and you know how to use a camera really well, then I think it's worth buying a Leica because a lot of them, the whole feel is about the whole manual process and everything. So if you're going to spend that much money, I think you should already really be familiar with using a camera. But it'd be great if Leica did bring out maybe, you know, like the, the James Bond camera that they bought out, maybe buy something that's a lot more affordable, that's got that sort of I don't like to use the word, that gimmicky thing but that sales thing that makes it feel but They're then not, that's their, but that's their brand That's so, like saying, yeah, yeah, I mean in some respects it is like, I mean I, I know I just, I mean I was, I was kind of quite flippant what I was saying about the prices really, I know it's not going to happen and I, I, I get it, um, 
But, you know, that's like Ferrari coming out with a budget Ferrari. They're not going to do it. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'd, li- I'd, you know, I'd like a Ferrari, but I can't afford one. And that's why people like Ferraris, because they yeah. are that sort of yeah. area of affluence and, and all that. And that's what Leica are about as well, I guess. Yeah. The other thing that I'd like to see camera manufacturers do, actually, Mark, is, um, and I know you can custom set your buttons, okay? Yeah. Like on the Sonys, is it they have the C1 and the C2 button? Yeah. And so you can custom set everything you want. But I do think that all camera manufacturers should clearly have a, and they don't all, um, they should all have that ISO button either on the top or the back of their camera body. It should be there and it should say ISO on it. Yes, you, you can. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because to me, I use my ISO more than I use anything else. I adjust my yeah, ISO but, all the time. Okay. I mean, right? the, yeah, but the R6 has, a, has its own wheel. Yeah, yeah, no, a button or a wheel. Sorry, oh, it right. should be, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah. What I mean is, it should be clearly adjustable on your menu system, and it should yeah. say on there ISO. Yeah, okay. no, I agree. I agree with okay. that. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of because there are, and I'm really surprised at this how a lot of camera manufacturers don't do that. You know, and mm. I think that's the one thing. I th- I think there's a lot of buttons on the back of the camera that you know you d- you don't need so much you know yeah. um you know i think white balance could go into the menu system i really do i don't think you need to alter your white balance that quickly you know you're always using your iso but you're not using a white balance you you use your white balance i don't think i've used a camera with a white balance button on the back to be honest yeah there but... is i think i'm sure there is or something yeah. but but a lot of cameras do have a white balance button that's there i'm sure the nikon i think the d750 i'm sure on the uh, left hand side i think it's got a button there that says white balance Fair enough. But yeah, other than set custom setting your, because a lot of people don't know about custom setting and they don't know mm. how to do it and they don't do it. People are fearful of using that, you know, of trying to alter what they're doing. But stick an ISO button or a wheel, as Canon do, on the back and label it ISO. Mm. Mm. I think when it comes to camera design, I think that's my biggest sort of gripe, um, you know, because within the within the, the, the photography course that we do, we handle a lot of cameras from other photographers and they'll pass it over and say, oh, look, can you have a look at the, I can't find my ISO. And I'm looking all over the body where it says ISO and it's not there. Um, yeah. And it says you can custom set this, you know, yeah, I know you can custom set it, but it should be there, you know, mm. as, a, um, as a thing. Um, I think also, just on that, before I finish off, I think, I think you know the diopter on for the viewfinder. Yeah, I think very little is made of the importance of the diopter. I okay. think camera I mean, manufacturers absolutely nothing for me. But right, okay, so it makes you know I will set it to my to my eyesight. I think every camera camera manufacturer say when you buy a new camera, first thing you should do is turn it on and you should set your diopter, set your camera for your eye, mm. um, you know, for, for your eye prescription, as it were. It's like going to the, like going to the optician. Yeah. And I think that's something they should market that a little bit more. They say, you know, I talk to photographers about it and they've got no idea. And then you figure out that when they look through the viewfinder for all these years, they've been shooting photos. They've never seen, they don't know what a sharp image actually is because they don't see it <laughs> sharp through their viewfinder. Yeah. It's yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I, I, if I ever see it, oh, it's a bit blurry. It's always the diopter. I always, I always like put it, but I still got to yeah. wear my glasses. Yeah. anyway so yeah. um yeah that's why i said the doctor does absolutely nothing for me but uh, yeah. but you still but you need to set it oh you do um, need to set it for that you know shadow. and i think that is, that is that is really important i rely on it i i, I know that mm. yep yeah, you know oh thinking actually yeah, the camera's not it didn't look quite sharp and it could well be the diopter that's moved it's 
unlikely it's just not i'm focused it correctly user error more likely because mm. it is difficult to adjust the uh the diopter on a lot of cameras but anyway there you go that was just my sort of take on camera fan camera manufacturers what can they do what improvements do we want to see or what things could they do could they be doing a little bit better um, yeah i mean i think uh, maybe simplify the menu systems just a little bit. So that, would be, that would be always good. Thank you, Sony. I mean, <laughs> the Canon ones are okay, but there's a lot of, you know, you, and you can adjust them, but sometimes I just think, well, well, I don't understand why that bit's next to that bit. Surely that should be there. Um, <laughs> why do I have to go through that bit to get to the next bit that I yeah. use all the time? You know, the difference between like formatting the card and 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 like the white balance. I mean, there's a whole load of menu systems in between. <laughs> and I, I, I don't understand why that. I know you can custom it before people are yelling yeah. me at that and you can put yeah. it, I, get, I get that. But why why do that in the first place? It, yeah. I, just, I just don't get yeah. it. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done that with my Canon. I've put them in yeah. that star setting or whatever have, it is. Right? So, so usually what I say, and that also includes time because uh, you know we're forever time syncing our cameras so i've put yeah. that in my favorites as well so it's really easy to actually get to yeah quality i think is in that one for me yeah, yeah. um really <laughs> yeah <hey. laughs> uh, yeah the, the time um i think yeah. also there's a focusing mode i put in there as well um yeah just the things yeah. that, I use the things that you they're important to you that's right yeah so yeah Good stuff, right, guys? It'd be really interesting to to know what you guys um, might. Yeah, think. what, what, what like do you see? guys? Yeah, and we're talking about you know like serious stuff here. We're not talking about yeah. you know we we've we have done episodes about what crazy and wacky things yeah. that you'd like. Do you remember the spy lens? You know, we won't go into <laughs> we won't go into that. That's an old show. <laughs> We, yeah, that <laughs> we was spy lens. That's right. Yeah, that's uh, you know, which is a uh, which is a quite a gimmicky sort of product, but quite fun. Yeah. But no, something that's quite serious as well. Something that that's doable and that you would actually find usable. That we can yeah. get the camera fa- camera manufacturers to listen and say because I think they're pretty good. You know, and before you go for it, they're not going to reduce the price. So don't, no, don't, don't, yeah, don't. yeah. Let's not let's, let's not, not have a load of comments and saying the price because yeah, we... they're too expensive. Yeah, they are what they are price wise. Yeah, whatever the price was, we'd probably be going, yeah, it should be cheaper. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Look for the no, cashback deals. I am Remember, guilty look, of that. Yeah, look for the cashback deals. Go to the shows, the yeah. trade shows. That's where you're going to get your best prices from. Uh, very, Mark, very on that, um, let's Well, I think we need, to get, uh, yeah, we need to get around then because um, yeah. Pete's, Pete's coming, isn't he? So, uh, yeah, we, 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 should, we should sort that out. Right then. So, uh, welcome back. Um, yeah. So we, we've got uh, Peter in from uh, Tech for Togs. Um, he's going to have a chat with us um, about sort of all the tech stuff that we have questions for. Um, so we uh, we got a few questions um, to, to ask. Cam, I think you want to start off with this. I do. Yes. Thanks again, Pete, uh, for joining us. This is uh, great having a, um, you know, a, t- a tech person coming on and trying to explain things uh, in, in, in a very basic sort of way, because, yeah. you know, we can we can all we can all really sort of get lost with tech, can't we? We love tech. Let's be honest. We do yeah. love it. But we do get lost with abbreviations and really what's happening when it doesn't need to be that complicated. So, so Pete's well, a great cam. We, we we kind of get lost in that. Well, not lost, but we, we kind of get excited about sort of, I'd say like not superficial tech, but window dressing tech, you know, things like mm. mirrorless cameras and, oh, mm. we can do this and that. Yeah. and that. This is like, because last time we had Peter on and do listen to that episode, we were talking about different backup systems like NAS systems and mm. RAID systems and all this. And this is like really deep tech that I have no idea what about, you know, it's the, the difference mm. between a 
jazzy keyboard and and like the the chip behind it um so yeah it's great to have you on because um as i say this is stuff that i couldn't explain at all so yeah and i think this is really important for for not you know whether whether you're a hobbyist or you just take a few photos or whether you're a, a working professional who's just started out or you've been around you've established for many many years you know we all want to sort of be backing up our files and making sure that we're doing the right things and talking mm. about tech very quickly mark i just want to make a quick comment here i'm just going to oh. not, not sort of go off topic here but you being a, a, an, an Apple user, uh, it's just come across, isn't it, how Apple have, have caved in, haven't they? Um, with they're, they're now not going to be using, is it their, their sort of Thunderbolt dedicated oh, plug-in yeah. system, are they? They're going to be going USB-C or something, aren't they? Yeah, which is which is probably, which is mm. the right which is the right call. I mean, look, yeah. all companies have, have, have these little things. I mean, I've spoken to, I think I said on the podcast before, Sony used to use the uh, Sony memory stick in all their camcorders mm. and did it cameras and peter's rolling his eyes i know you guys can't see it but uh but you guys can't see it but yeah you know that all companies have had this thing that they do that they try and 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 this is no different with the thunderbolt um i mean the thunderbolt cable is a very good cable by the way i mean it's very quick with the charging and all that kind of stuff but it's no good <laughs> um usb i mean i find usb c a pain in the bum as well to be honest but it is the way things are going mm, um, I, so. I wonder whether this is uh yeah apple you know, getting with it. Anyway, look, let's yeah. not go into Apple versus Mac right here. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Peter, we I wanted to sort of uh, get, get on back on topic. Well, actually, and... actually, actually, maybe we should come let's on, talk right. about Apple versus. Me, so, so, so we, we got a tech this. guy on here. Okay. Hang on, hang on. Right. So PCs versus Mac, Peter. Where, right. where okay. are you okay. with that? So my personal opinion is, um, it's apples and pears. They are very, very different, but obviously from the same. Uh, family right um i would never use my mac to play video games my son loves his pc for that the you know he's just he's 15 and he's just built his new his new pc so maybe he's following his footsteps right but um then again i used to use a pc for a long period of time and i found i mean and bear in mind this was you know we're talking windows vista windows 7 you know, wind, starting with Windows 10. Um, and I found I was spending more time doing stuff to this operating system to make it work, scanning for viruses, optimizing the hard drive. I was spent, I was spending more time doing that than I was getting on with the work or I'd be constantly mm. interrupted. You need to do Windows updates. They have to be done now, you know, <laughs> now, just sit now, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I moved away from that because I was conscious that it was disrupting me from getting on with the job of being a photographer. Mm. I, I can't pretend that I didn't like the look of Max because aesthetically they are they're beautiful, right? Yeah. Ergonomically yeah. as well they are. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. you know. And the reliability is what gets me as well. Now all computers are fallible. They mm. rely on mechanical uh, and physical parts that just and unsustainable um so the reliability for max is what gets me i know that i'm paying more money that's my choice you don't buy a ferrari to get you down to the shops you no. know it, it, you buy it because it looks great and you've got a great engine you've got the heritage yeah. you know um that being said there are things that frustrate me with apple um as a company they do uh 
tend to want to innovate. They were the mm. first company to remove floppy disks from their um, from from their computers. Yeah. From, uh, from I don't know whether anybody remembers. Remember the bowl, the IMAX with the bowl with the swivel. Yeah, the yeah, I remember yeah, those. Remember yeah, those? Yeah, 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 those yeah. Power Max. Yeah. yeah, they were the first people, and people were like you are nuts. Everybody's gonna like. Nobody's gonna use. Uh, CDs, yeah. you know? and then CDs went, and they're like, well, "Where do we put our CDs? Yeah. Now, who, who's using a CD, really? You know, you yeah. might use Blu-rays, but for to watch movies, but yeah. nobody's storing the data. No. So they are innovative in in a lot of ways. Um, they were the first person to bring um, the uh, with the lightning cable. That's yeah, um, the, the cable. Yeah, Lightning, yeah. yeah. The, the lightning, the thunderbolts, the other one. Thunderbolts, yeah, thunderbolts, the other one. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I was getting. Confused. The lightning cable is the first cable really to have both sides. You could switch it around to both sides for a, for a mobile device. It wasn't until USB C came in then that that um, you know that you you could use the cable both ways, right? So innovation, I think, is a good thing because it pushes everybody forward, you know. And uh, Apple's. Um, still being a bit defiant their USB-C cable is a proprietary USB-C so it bases on their technology but you can also pay now to get a mm -hmm. faster USB-C cable with the uh, with the iPhone 15 which has just just recently been mm -hmm. uh, you know uh, received but they do you know they do look at research and development a typical example would be and just quickly because I know we're going to go and talk yeah. about the the the, the uh, the other things um when you look at the 2021 uh, macbook pros you know um from the 29 macbook pros they removed everything everything was USB-C. people were outraged because magsafe had disappeared um mm. and then in the next model the 16 inch macbook pros oh the card reader's back in the side the hdmi yep. is back so they yep. do listen to people although it can take a couple of generations yeah of, of you know years to to do it but um yeah and then pcs do have their place um it's just a personal choice for me to focus mm. on the work not on the tech really you know yeah yeah should no, to the yeah work. i mean i mean i i was using you know i started off with pc for for many years then moved to mac and then went back to pc um and i think the reason for that was because um our workflow our type of work rather was changing we you know we were we were really a photography only company mm -hmm. and then going back to 2015 we then went to um uh we introduced video and video has become a huge part of what we do we probably do now do more video than we do photography um but then a few years ago i think going back now to 2017 we started introducing drones as well so and what we were finding was all this 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 additional video work that we had obviously files were obviously files were much bigger suddenly we went from photography files to using um raw video files you know uh, as such so um you know we were using the sort of, it's just gone out of my mind now the sony raw system for video files It'll come to me anyway uh, you know so so our file sizes were suddenly much much bigger and so talking to the guy that always helped us put our pcs and our macs together and everything and link everything up he was saying that look if you go down the pc route everything is uh, it does bring costs down but also everything is all more customizable you can add more memory more or you know you can change things and you can upgrade the computers as you move along so every two or three years mm -hmm. you you know we can as long as we've got a good size case for you know for our desktops 
we could upgrade and change and bring and that's what we've actually been doing all these years now you know we, we you know we have a pc sort of say after about after a few years we've we sort of upgrade that pc by bringing in new components mm. uh you know new mm. graphics cards and 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 so we've found that to be a better option than go, having gone with mac and that's why that's why we actually did that yeah and yeah. I know that people get precious over, I've got a Mac, I've got a PC, or, you know, especially Mac users can get very precious. Hey, a <laughs> PC <laughs> users have a chip on their shoulder. Oh, no, no, let's be honest, right? <laughs> let's be honest, right? Matt, it's an Intel let's, chip. Let's be yeah, honest, right? Let's, I like it. That's a real tech joke there. You know, right, you know, <laughs> let's be honest, Mac. Yeah, look, I've been a Mac user, so I've been one of those people. Mm. It was Mac all the way, everything. Oh, no, it's not, Mac knocks the spots off everything and everything. Okay, Mac, it does in many ways because you don't obviously don't have the virus issues mm. um with you know as you do with pc you don't have those mm. sort of issues you know they do i think well i say they do look cooler i think pcs have really caught up in their style mm. now and everything um you know of uh, of that and and cost is a huge consideration i think a lot yeah. of people want to get a mac yeah. because hey i've got a mac you know um i mean that is the biggest downside of the max yeah. the cost. there's absolutely yeah. no doubt about it you are paying a lot more for a mac mm. and yeah. that that can put people off but mm. But I think they last longer. I think yeah, the shelf life, the shelf life of yeah. a Mac, I, th I, I do believe, is do. is considerably longer. Absolutely. Um, you know, and and so then when you when you weigh up cost from there, the initial outlay of a Mac might be a hell of a lot more than a PC. But in actual mm. fact, if you weigh it up, yeah. the the shelf life that you've had from a Mac compared to that same PC, you know, you, the the cost why the cost is probably not that different actually. Yeah. You know. Um, they, they, they tend to be more cost effective in some ways because my daughter has a 2010 iMac in the other room. She only uses it now for browsing the web, but that's still working perfectly. Mm. You know, it's mm. running yeah. a very old operating system. She mm. can't do any of the newer things but that still works you know mm, yeah but but a lot of photographers they they you know they will say oh no oh, it's much quicker to do editing on a mac you know videographers and and whatever but if if we specifically said we're just talking about photography photographers and videographers let's put let, let's just let's say we took a mac a uh let's say we took a top-end mac and we built a pc to the same spec of that mac because you can do um at the end of the day what's going to be the better option you've got two you've got like for like here what's going to be the better option i think this is the question that most people would want to know because yes yeah, so if i go and buy a pc you know the, the spec may not be as good as the mac or the, the pc that i've got is a better spec than the mac so i know one's going to be better than the yeah. other but let's say that they have both got the same spec what's going to be the better option well then it comes down to the it comes down to your personal preference your operating systems Okay, um, so how a Mac uses hardware and how Windows uses hardware um, is very different because of the operating system. So, for instance, you look at, uh, um, I mean, without going to too technical, but the way that, that the drives kind of are formatted, you know, if you use a, a Mac system, you can't use the hard drives if it's formatted for Mac on a PC. And you can't use a PC for a Mac without proprietary programs. Mm, you know, mm. you can format hard drives so that they will work on both, but it, it's not as efficient. Yeah. Um. So it, it does come down when it if price isn't an option and you're ordering computers of comparable um, 
specification side by side it comes down to the experience it's all about the the ux as the mm. son calls it it's mm. the ux all about the user experience mm. and i think that's something that really does need to be taken into consideration the other thing as well just to think about is that so every couple of years um you can upgrade your pc maybe put hard drives in it you know and you're making it last longer for a mac you can't really do that but what you've got to think about as well is that these the new programs that come out and the new operating systems that come out are always built with the newest architecture in mind so when my mac here so i've got a 20 i got a 2019 i9 64 gig of ram iMac 27 inch here mm. um, and I lease my Macs um, there's no surprise about it because uh, after the lease ends I get to keep it for a pound and I'll go and lease another one but what that does is it moves the architecture upwards so that rather than just using older architecture um, think of it being like an older engine and just add in you know more hard drive space i'm still only using architecture that's currently now four years old you know so when when i renew that mac i'm getting the latest processors that have the the latest instructions on it so maybe they they can do things quicker you know and it's not necessarily about having more hard drive space that's not the only consideration for me mm. it's about changing the kind of internal components within the mac now you can do that with a pc but then does that is that even then the same pc because you might keep the case on the outside and change the motherboard which is the bit that everything plugs into and the processor which is the brain and then you might add extra ram in there that's faster well it's like triggers broom it's not the same <laughs> it's not, you know, what an analogy <laughs> yeah it's like triggers broom you know <laughs> it's, it's not how the heck is it even the same piece same brute. yeah 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 <laughs> you know but that's yeah. the point right so that's the thing mac forces you to do um but for me, it's a good thing because it forces me then when I go on, like I'll sell the old Mac or I'll give it to my kids or what have you. Um, it forces me then to have the next level of architecture. Mm. And an example would be the Mac recently um, introduced, I say recently, in the last couple of years, have introduced their own processors, the M1 range, M2 yeah. range. Yeah. Um, and they did it before with Motorola, before Intel became the preferred supplier of choice for their mm. processors but these new um processors are more power efficient they mm. are um they've got more cores which allow you to do more things at the same time you know and they're just generally better than what intel was producing at the last part because apple have gone well what do we want out of a, a processor what should it do you know, we want to give people more battery life. How do we achieve that? Mm. So them designing it, Apple spend more on research and development than the US government spend on defense. Whoa, I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. That's an incredible stat. Trillion dollar company. Woo. 
trillion dollar yeah. company. So yeah, so you when you buy a Mac, you're not just paying for the aesthetics, you're mm. paying for the two years of research and development by thousands and thousands of staff, constantly pushing the edge on not only what is available, but mm. what they can do. How do they take something that is already good and make it better, you know? So I'm that's... guessing, so just to say, there's also probably a, a a plus point for having it all built by one company. Mm. Fewer things go wrong. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you... I think I've, I've, I think I've had those issues with PC with certain parts being, you know, compatible and not being so compatible. Yeah. Lucky the guy that does it for me, you know, does know his stuff, but he has sort of said to me certain things aren't as compatible. You know, so you have to know somebody who knows that you have to be yeah. using somebody who does that stuff. You know, PCs tend to lean. PC users tend to be have more understanding and more technical knowledge because yeah. they'll know what what components mm. they want to go inside the unit. Um, whereas Mac units just want to get on with perhaps the job that they're doing. Mm. You throw a Mac down and use that and you can just get on. You haven't got to worry yeah. about whether your hard drive yeah. needs to be optimized. Or, mm. you know, yeah. This, it's, that, um, we, we've sort of gone, well, I mean, today's episode wasn't supposed to be what we're talking about. We, we were coming on to, so <laughs> we've changed normal. it. So we'll, so yeah. we'll continue with it. Yeah, because uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, but um, so I'm going to jump on to the next question. But before I do, Mark, yeah. I, yeah. I've mentioned this so many times, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, okay. we're going to go God, back to, to, you know, to Mac and Apple and all of that. You know, yeah. I mean, you've got to hand it to Mac, haven't you? You know, their marketing is so good. You know, they make their they make their um, hardware look really sexy, really current. People want a mac because i mean it looked they they do look great they've always yeah. had that you know mm. now i think they're laptops i don't think they look as good as some of you know i've got uh, an asus pro art laptop and i think that it, it look and it's feel knocks the spots off any mac that i've seen you know and the whole feel and everything oh, so i think they've caught up no 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 but i think <laughs> no no but i think they've the, i think mac have, have led the way okay yeah. but but what i was going to say matt and, and mark was talking about this many times is, is the way they market things i mean do you remember and they've done it recently because they bought a range of their they changed their their screens don't they to different color options didn't they mm. and do you remember when they did um do you remember when they bought out their iphone going back a few years ago they had different colors didn't they yeah and yeah. their marketing was like and we've introduced color it was like they'd invented color yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think someone should probably mention to the... in green. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, yeah mean, I mean, I don't know about you guys. If you remember the old Nokia's with the changeable front case yeah. part, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes. this, this is not a new concept. Apple, come no. on, <laughs> it's just a new Apple concept. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. well, the new iPhone 15 Pro now comes in titanium. All right, it's actually um, made with, with titanium. titanium. Yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. new, exactly. Yeah. More energy efficient, a hundred percent recyclable, uh, recyclable yeah. aluminium. Yeah. You know, just yeah. other companies have been doing that for a while. But again, you know, Apple like to keep that edge. You know? Yeah, yeah, they like right. to keep that edge. Now, um, I think I think the next question is also going to be relevant to a lot of people because I think particularly after what happened with COVID, with a lot of people remote working and everything. There's a thing about laptop versus desktop. And I know a lot of people are still undecided about this. I think the immediate thing is desktop is going to allow me to do things much quicker, much faster. And I know 
for us as a business, apart from now one PC, we, we've actually got rid of all of our PCs and we've all gone laptops since since COVID because we were working, you know, from home and and mm. as we came out of COVID, we're now I mean, I'm working at home a lot more than I am going into the office now. Um as a business, we have and I want to talk about this on a different pod. We've gone completely or we are in the process of going completely paperless. Um and um two of us in the process of doing that and by the end of the year <laughs> by the end by the end of the year we want to be a, com- uh, a completely paperless company we want to get rid of everything that we have other than apart from our wedding side of the business where we have hey, wedding good luck albums. with that yeah. good luck apart, with that <laughs> apart from wedding apart from weddings and wedding albums we don't want to have any sort of paper trails now of a uh, paper of mm. of anything now and we're actually really achieving that um you know and really covid has has been the you know the this that that was a sort of seed that started all of that but mm. you know you now go into and i laugh about this you're going to starbucks you're going to costa you see all these people sitting at their laptops working away tapping away and everything yeah. And um, w- when it comes to that laptop versus desktop, what, Peter, where do you lie with that as far as what's, you know, what's, you know, if you bought a like for like, let's just say the laptop is the same spec as your desktop. Is is a laptop a hands down winner because it's going to give you yes more portability or is it, not, it or is the desktop going to have a far longer shelf life? Um, for me, it's always looking about what's going to suit your working environment. Mm. Okay, mm. you can do just as well with a laptop um, and a dock and a screen as you can do with a with a um, uh, a desktop, an iMac. You know, for the simple reason is that you plug your keyboard, your mouse, or what have you, or Bluetooth into uh, into your dock. You you got one cable. USB C allows transfer of data uh, and video and power you know for for pcs um so you can uh, plug one cable in and instantly your screens are going to connect your internet is going to connect via maybe a, an ethernet cable you know your keyboard and mouse if you you know if they're not using bluetooth already are using cable keyboard and mouse uh, they're going to connect so but having the ability to pick that up walk out to the house and edit at a wedding 10 shots for the bride and groom to see you know that's invaluable mm. that's invaluable mm. and it used to be years ago that you'd find that um uh, desktop devices would be more powerful would offer a better option um but that's not the case now especially mm. i mean let's say you know we joke about apple and pc uh but Apple are using the same processes in the desktop devices as mm. they're using in their mobile devices. Yeah. And with kind of all of these small uh, Mac mini studios and, you know, and the Mac studios that, that you can physically pick up and put it into a bag anyway. Mm. No, it, it makes for, we're in, we live in a mobile world, you know, and people need to work where they are at. You know, going mm. back to an office, going here, there, you know, working in Starbucks, kind of, it, it has mm. to be. An, you know, it's you know, yeah, I mean, place, our work. Right? Do you, um, sorry, just a quick question. Sorry, that, my voice went really weird there. Beg your pardon. <laughs> um, do, do, yeah. <laughs> do, do you, um, do you miss the screen size though? Because that's the one thing I, because I, I've got, 
I, I bought a, a, a MacBook Pro quite recently. It's got mm-hmm. the, the the M2 processor and all that. It's brilliant. It's really fast. Um, I think my desktop is fast, but I bought that. That was a 2017 model. It's still, mm-hmm. you know, still kicking a, a fair amount of bottom. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I I mean, the one thing I don't like when using the laptop is the size of the screen. I mean, I don't know if that has any impact on on how you think about this and well here's your advantage okay you can buy yourself a monitor and then plug that in and yeah but taking that into starbucks is going to be that's very that's very true i mean look certain environments as a photographer as well right you have to think about when you're calibrating your screens for color you're calibrating them in a specific environment so in here, I've got a white ceiling, you know, yeah. I've got light gray walls. When I calibrate my screen, it takes into consideration. <laughs> Left it. That's my dogs <laughs> in the background. Sorry. Somebody's just walked past the window, so my apologies <laughs> there. No worries. Um, you When you take that into consideration as well, right, going into Starbucks where you've got all these different colors on the wall, light from yeah. the window, you know, and, and Apple screens as well. They're, they're, they're not the best for calibration, are not they? The yeah. Greatest. Yeah. I don't yeah. have never understood that. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, yeah. Oh, don't. I was going to say that with 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 the. You know, so I use twin screen when I'm sitting here at the office and I've got twin screen. In fact, I've just not plugged my second screen in yeah. at the moment. Uh, but yeah, I'll use twin screen. And my um, the laptop that I've got, the main laptop that I use now, is a 17 inch screen. So yeah. I don't. So the size of the screen doesn't really bother me so much now, Mark. I think I've just got. You've know, just got. Maybe used, just gone used to it. I've just got. Used I mean, to I'm it. looking at. I'm looking. I mean, I'm looking at you guys on a 27 inch screen. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, and yeah. there is a big difference difference i think when you're especially if you're doing certain types of editing i mean i, I, yeah. I mean you know i've been doing a lot of my composites and stuff a bigger screen is incredibly handy yeah yeah uh, so yeah. as much as that but so for me i mean i think when it comes to laptop versus desktop i don't think there is a winner there for me i use both mm. for exactly all the reasons that we just spoke about so yeah. the mobile you know you need to be mobile as, mm. as peter was saying of course you do you know we've all been editing at a wedding, you know, and you got that two hour lull during dinner mm. or whatever it is, yeah. you know, mm. uh, I remember when we were doing one with, with one of your weddings, Cam, you know, I was working on one thing and you were working on another. Mm, that's right. Yeah. Now, so you know, the, the, yeah, the thing with um, uh, also with, with that, with the screens is, is getting used to it. I think also, and I think it could be a bit gimmicky, but when I was looking at my laptop, the Asus laptop that I've got, Asus do now a twin screen laptop where they've got a screen that sits at the top of the keyboard that runs the length of of, of the keyboard and it tilts up just a little bit. So they're trying to introduce this twin screen thing as well within laptops as well. So I think I think technology is going to move those things sort of much, you know, it's going to move things forward. I think we're going to see real innovation with that. And I think, you know, people will have a, a, a built-in twin screen into their laptops. Asus have done it. I, I, I tried it. Uh, again, I was going to say I didn't like it, but I think you just have to get used to it. Once yeah, you've got used, used to it, to you it. know what you're doing yeah. and everything. But I think for me, when I talk about, you know, the reason why I asked that question was because I think my work has changed since COVID. You know, at COVID, we had to work from home. Um, mm. And I had a laptop before COVID anyway, but I was half, I was using my laptop probably 40% of the time. And my desktop PC uh, was using sort of more. It was using that sort mm. of 60% of the time. And obviously COVID basically made me take my laptop home 
And then what I did was we had we had four PCs at the office and I had three PCs and I just got rid of them. I just thought no one's using these PCs now. It's been a, it's been 18 months since we really turned those PCs on. Mm. And I did turn them on, took off what I needed to do. <laughs> did and the I took Windows a, updates. Yeah. Massive list. I took them to the local sort of computer. I'm really lucky. We've got a really good computer shop down the road from us. And I took them in there and I said, what can you give me, you know, for, the, for these PCs? And I think for those three PCs, I think I got in total probably about 600 quid. Okay, um, you know, because they were, right. they were, they, they were, they, 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 you know, they were, they were good PCs. They had a really good spec, but it'd been eighteen months since we'd yeah. used them. They just sat there, and I thought, hang on a minute, I'm going to make a thing here. And it was that thing of, do I get rid of these PCs? Do I keep them? Oh God, mm. no, it doesn't seem right because I bought them for X amount. But you still get one desktop though, didn't you? I mean, yeah. there's still a desktop there. I've, yeah, we've got one desktop, but I want to get rid of that eventually. That's going that's going to go. We're just leaning towards that. That's 600, that's 600 quid. I just put towards, an, uh, you know, another laptop. Um, and I don't, I've not missed those PCs at all, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, it I wasn't did... an Apple laptop though, was it? Yeah. 600 quid. And I didn't just <laughs> get you an Apple keyboard and mouse, would it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I didn't do was I didn't just disconnect those uh those desktops and just pile them up and they're still sitting there in the room unused i just got rid of them and the computer shop that i went to i deleted everything they told me how to delete everything then they said they do another delete to make sure and i've known them for years so i totally trust them because people say i'm not handing over this pc because god only knows what's on the drive i may never get rid of all of it you know um but i sort of did that and it was the best thing that i did but work has now led me to work you know taking my laptop wherever i go and i know this sounds obvious because people say that's what laptops were for but it does change things but one thing that I've, I've, you've got to be careful of is when you have a laptop is that you don't is is to stop yourself from working even longer hours because you think i've got my laptop i just turn my laptop on it's late at night or i'll get on with a bit of work there's times when you have to do that but you also have to discipline yourself and i think that can be the downside of having a laptop as well you might find it you know, you 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 know, you tend to work longer hours because you're always going onto your laptop. But I've sat in, in my car and hotspotted, gone online and worked. If I'm waiting for something, I was on a. We were out on a filming on a construction site last week, and we had a two-hour wait where they were waiting for this piping to come um, that we needed to be filming going into a ground. That's all the job was. But what happened was that um, I had two hours, two and a half hours of doing nothing at all, sitting waiting. That's potentially what could have happened. I sat in my car, hotspotted from my phone, was able to get online access and was mm. was able to send emails, keep up to date with all of that. It was great, you know. So for me, laptop, <laughs> you know. it's, 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 that is great. And I understand why you say, but it's... Uh... You know, you can't escape work anymore, can you? That's that's the downside, is it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, you're on holiday. Take your laptop. You can still yeah. answer emails. You can hotspot mm-hmm. your phone. It's just more it's more, just... more access to work, isn't it? Yeah, Which... especially if you're working for yourself, Lots... if you're self-employed, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, but, it's both a good and a bad thing, I guess. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah that's yeah. right, yeah. But I think and we've I think... all decided... Yeah laptops yeah. are the way to go but with a good screen you know yeah uh, if you're a photographer you need to be considering these kind of matte screens benq do a uh, uh, sw271c I'm, I'm not affiliated to them or anything yeah. but um and their screen it's like you're looking at your photographs yeah on a print yeah. yeah and that's yeah. that's that's it's just and, superb yeah and i just want to just to finish up on that because i had the same situation with somebody in fact last year who bought a laptop and he was saying that he'd bought his lap i can't remember how much i spent on mine it's probably probably near two thousand 
on the laptop that I the main laptop laptop that I use, he went and bought out. Uh, he went and bought a a, uh, a laptop, a Windows laptop, and I think he spent about five hundred pounds on it. And he said, oh, "Look, the specs aren't that different." But they are hugely different. And, the, and when you look at the screen, you know, with his mm. screen, you move your left head to the left or to the right and the image, you can't see the image on the screen, all of those things. So mm. a huge part, and I think a lot of people don't think about this, is that when they buy a laptop, a huge part of what they're paying for is screen quality as well. Yeah. And don't just don't yeah. look at the spec. Don't just look at the spec. Look at the actual screen that you've got and how it performs because at least half of that, the, the value of the laptop is going to be in your screen. Hey, that's what Macs were known for, really, weren't they? Initially, yeah. it was the it was a screen yeah. quality that Mac yeah. really set themselves apart. And, and their screen quality is still, I think, I don't know. Would you say it's one of the best, Peter? I don't know. Yeah, my so only, it's my only complaint is, yeah, my only complaint is, you can't really bright. calibrate them. Well, it's very bright, and there's uh, you the the brightness is fantastic. The color gamut. The amount of colours that it can show yeah. is fantastic. It's just the glossy screens for me. Mm. You know, yeah. in the wrong light, you're looking at your reflection. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, they've started to do it now. You can now buy the studio display with a matte screen. But that's extra because, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, when I bought extra. my laptop, I remember when I bought my other one, which was back in 2008, and that's how long the laptop, you know, these these laptops last. Um, you know, I had the option of going for a matte screen or the glossy yeah. screen, and I went for the matte screen. And there wasn't, I don't think there was a price difference then. Yeah. Now, when I bought this one, they didn't do it anymore. They just didn't do the matte screen. And I was nope. thinking, no, nope. I thought, I thought, why? There is a trick. Okay. Yeah. There is a trick for this. You can go online and you can buy screen protectors that have a matte finish ah yes and i tell you protects your screen yeah you can get it for the specific model and it looks better as well i might have to look out for that yeah definitely because when you're yeah. calibrating your screen anyway which we'd encourage photographers to do yeah you're calibrating it with the screen display on so if those colors aren't as bright coming through it takes that into consideration mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, put the screen thing on, uh, protector on. Look for a matte one. You can get yeah. them on eBay for about twenty five quid. That's nah, not I much. Know, yeah, I don't know any specific makes or, or models, mm. but mm. Um, there's one German company on there that just do amazing, amazing screen. Um, you know, screen glare. Yeah, do screen glare, uh, and when you calibrate afterwards, it takes into consideration the brightness. And yeah. I, I literally see no difference apart from there's no glare. Yeah, nah, very good, very good. Cool, right then, guys. Well, um, yeah, that, that went a bit, uh, went a bit off topic, but actually, it went very off topic. Really, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was um, a, a great, a great, great conversation, nonetheless, uh, because it's a conversation we have all the time in it, Max versus PCs. Yeah, that's and, right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's 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 a good one. So, um, yeah, thanks again uh, for dropping by, uh, Peter. It was just great, great sharing a pint and having a yarn. And no uh, yeah, we, well, we should go uh, to the bar and get a bite. Yes let's, yes, let's do that. Let's do a megabyte. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Cam, before we do that, though, Cam, I think you want to talk through the socials. I do. Yes, guys, please remember that if you like listening to the podcast, please subscribe to us uh, and you can listen to us on the normal sort of uh, links, Spotify, uh, Apple, all of those main podcast outlets. Please leave us uh, those five star reviews. Remember the Patreon, remember YouTube. We're on all of those channels and uh, we're here to help you guys, to give you guys information 
information and if whether you're a hobbyist or whether you're a professional photographer you know we hope we're hoping that you find that the information that we give you really useful so guys thank you very much and keep on listening and we'll see you on the next episode <laughs>